0: get ready to just go with it all right everyone happy tuesday happy hour we are here for another week another episode and abby was on the down and down last time we all hung out and now she is on the uh barely up and up like so barely like a one percent grade up (laughs) abby was on her deathbed She was resurrected briefly, and she's back on her deathbed, and she's semi-resurrected now,
1: and things are real touch and go, Um, but so far so good, so here she is in the flesh. Touch and go is honestly the perfect way to describe it, because I will feel so alive and okay for one minute and not want to jinx it and be like, oh my god, is this it? Am I going to feel better now? And then reality will just slap me in the face again, and I'll have like chills or hot flashes and fevers and coughing fits and, you know, all that fun stuff, but... No, I really do feel like I'm at that part of the roller coaster that, like, barely is starting the incline, so I'm strapped in and ready to ride it all the way through. (laughs) Arguably, you went up and up 30 minutes ago when we started talking just for fun, and right now I can tell you're
0: already on the down and down.
1: Yeah, talking takes a lot out of me. Um, Energy is low, but I'm going to try to turn it on for the next, I don't know, 30 minutes. I think that's what I have to give. He bounces back by all the major holidays, my birthday, Halloween, and New Year's Eve, the
0: only ones that matter. the only ones that matter. Yeah, screw Thanksgiving. Um
1: <laughs> and so anything else you want to say about your sickness and mending? Um, I've I've been very private about my sickness, but for those of you who have known about it, I just want to say thanks for the thoughts and prayers. And thank you to all zero people who sent me flowers. Um, The lack of flowers has really kept me going because it gives me the motivation to buy them for myself one day. I actually said on the bonus music episode in lieu of donations,
0: just send thoughts and prayers. So you don't know how many are floating up for you.
1: Oh, it's actually really nice. I bet there are a couple out there. (laughs) At least two, mine and yours. (laughs) yours <laughs> yeah. mine and
0: ours there's <laughs> mine and ours so if you guys didn't listen to the little mini bonus episode we had a playlist come out it was a one tree hill playlist you can find it on spotify and if any of the fans care enough like they did about one of our previous playlists maybe someone will make it on apple music too fingers crossed that's in prayers for that
1: also that yet again proves how in sync we are Ashley. because i've become a so, as we know that we hyperfixate, I've become so hyper fixated on One Tree Hill again now that I'm again. listening to the podcast, and I'm actually being really disciplined about it, and I'm only watching one episode a week so that I can then dissect it with the podcast and usually it's a lot easier to like binge the show, but I've been really intentional about watching it and watching every single minute and like dissecting the scenes and then going through with the podcast we, It's hy- so weird we hyperfixate beyond belief um
0: everyone remembers survivor we're gonna hyper fixate on and get that's what we should be for halloween jeff probes and a
1: survivor oh my gosh yes you guys we just talked about what we should be for halloween for like 30 minutes <laughs> and i think that's got to be at least one of the days one of the nights <laughs> tonight, just says for a joke for different costumes for us anyways Par- um- wait wait wait. parvati and amanda oh my gosh yeah i think so okay keep okay, that on the back burner we'll put some
0: polls up about Halloween costumes but yeah we hyper fixate and it's kind of weird um but <laughs> One Tree Hill's our latest one I was telling Allie actually and she kind of didn't laugh the way I thought she would when I told her I was like oh it feels like I'm in school about One Tree Hill because I like watched the episode and then I listened to it and I'm like having thoughtful <laughs> responses in my head same, same,
1: same, which is so weird but it's so on par and I'm thinking about like the costume choices the hair design choices the themes being explored what it all means in 2003 stylistically the different shots that they did mm-hmm. and how long it them to film something how it's humid but they have to make it look like falls. Mm-hmm. So they're wearing the jackets music choices everything yeah. all of it the script choices how they chose to portray girls
0: at that time so many things are going into it's it so well done <laughs> yeah you've been a little under the weather but are there any like tv shows or podcasts or anything that you're into lately um oh well, i just
1: Yeah, I mean, I binge watched like most of the country, the second season of Outer Banks. That was the first thing I did. It was really good, actually. And then Justice for Rafe, because his acting was so above everyone else of his age and his co-stars. So great. And also he looked way better this season. So thank God for the haircut. Um, But other than that, I watched Firefly Lane the whole season. I'm really excited to watch the next season when it comes out. Still love the book way more. Yeah, I'm obviously the book is better. But were you okay with the portrayal of everyone? Um, I think for the most part, it was cast pretty well. I didn't really like Tully's love interest or um, Chad Wiley at all. I thought pretty, he was yeah. too small in comparison to her. And I also just think this this might be kind of harsh, but I think Katherine Heigl kind of had her day in the sun and the role of like someone who's just magnetic and really just uh, someone that just... F- Deserves all the attention in the world. I didn't really see that for her, except for Young Tolly when she was in high school. Because other Tolly, played by Katherine Heigl, I just like wasn't into it that did much. You,
0: I wasn't too mad about twenty something Hall ho- Tolly, but I did not like adult forty year old Tolly.
1: Yeah, I think it was the haircut and the outfits, maybe too. The kind do you of Kate, do you think Kate Hudson could have pulled it off better. Totally, one hundred percent. Give Kate Hudson some brown hair and throw her in. <laughs> we'll pretend we didn't know. We'll pretend we didn't notice. She, she might be too strong of an actor, but Anne Hathaway doesn't age. Oh yeah, that could be interesting too. But she might be too strong and not
0: necessarily bubbly
1: enough. And yeah, I see her more as like a broody, mysterious character. Yeah, Kay
0: Hudson. Kay Hudson in something borrowed would have been an excellent Tony.
1: Indeed. Yes. Yeah. Carry that energy throughout her forties. Yeah. Um, what else did I watch? I watched some good movies. I watched Unhinged. I watched. Something's Gotta Give, I watched Back to the Future, um, I watched The School of Rock, which that's always just an upper every time, nothing um, makes me happier.
0: If anyone has any recommendations, mine and Abby's favorite genre is psychological thrillers, <laughs> so and, and, we're, dystopian. Running out. and dystopian thrillers, and we're yeah. running out, we've seen, whoever is making the dystopian and psychological movies, come on, maybe. Be on the up and up
1: because we need some more. Yeah. Bring out some good stuff. Bring out some Black Mirror, but like movie versions, because we have been through all of our options. We've exhausted them. them. They're exhausted. There's nothing left to watch. You'll be proud of me. I'm back on the Gilmore Girls train because fall is approaching, and I just feel like I need to make it through. I've never watched them, and I'm I'm doing it now.
0: It's a nice, yeah, passive thing. We can dive into that once you've made it a little bit further, but I do think that that is the reason that I talk quickly.
1: My biggest thing about that show that I like is that there's no laugh track because I feel like a I lot of shows around tracks. that time had laugh tracks. And I actually totally. do laugh out loud at some of the writing and the witty delivery of it all from Lorelai. It's pretty funny. And if it's are hip to like not just pop culture, but just culture, like movies, books, and all of that. And history, yeah. there's a lot of jokes.
0: And I love amount. Luke.
1: Yeah, I'm sure I'm supposed to, but I, I love him. I You're fell for the to. trap. Yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> You're in the depths <laughs> of it. In the depths of Luke Danes. I think that's his last name. Um. So on this episode, here's our little itinerary schedule of events. We have got a... What is our
1: title for it? It's uh, Tough Week Uppers. What was it? Tough Week Pick-Me-Ups?
0: We had out, a good right?
1: catchy title. What was it? Yeah,
0: your internet cut out
1: a little bit. Oh. Tough week perhaps was it tough week pick me ups. <laughs> perhaps perhaps can I have some porridge? <laughs> Please, sir. Can I have some more?
0: <laughs> tough week pick me-ups. Tough week resets? That resets. That resets. Was we're weird. gonna do some tough week resets. When you're having a tough week, much like Abby, we don't know when the tough weeks are gonna stop. Or if you're just having a downer of a week, some resets <laughs> that you can do to uh, feel a little recharged and reset. And then we're gonna go into our next book of our book club and let's all be candid with each other we just do the books that me and abby happen to simultaneously be reading which is most of most of the books because we do everything together and our of lives course. unfortunately might as well have a joint birthday party like twins um adult twins um, don't tease me i would love that and then also oh with some more pop culture news i'm absolutely riled for the next season of selling sunset i'm riled beyond belief is it coming and- out soon I know that it's on the horizon. I don't have. I don't think I have a date for you, but it's on the horizon. And also, did you see that Crochelle is dating one of the bald twins? No, did
1: you way? see that on the morning toast? Oh my That's, gosh, no, I'm behind she, on the toast.
0: She posted about it, a picture on her story of them like that makes on a me boat, feel weird. on top of each other on a boat. I didn't uh, like it. Nah, I didn't like it.
1: Isn't he like? Aren't they both shorter than every girl in the office? Yeah, they're like a mile shorter than you. Yeah, a mile. That's actually shocking. She goes from Justin Hartley to that. I don't know. Yeah, I know. And I'm saying this because I love Criselle. Like she's one of my favorites, and I just want the best for her. I don't. I don't see that being the best for her. And she dated what's his name, Keo from Dancing with the Stars. Uh He was hot. I think it was quite problematic and toxic, perhaps their relationship. But he was hot, at least. Maybe I think this guy is really kind to her. I don't know which twin it is. That's good. I don't know either. um season four though right that's the one that's coming out no i think we're on three barely and i think we have promised a three and a four i don't know i think season three has been out i might put money on it okay how much i might have watched it i might have watched it ten dollars <laughs> okay, that seems like a lot for me a well drink <laughs> um that
0: seems like a lot for me <laughs> mine on the step stepped up too i hope that i'm not the suspense not is killing me
1: Oh, are you right? I honestly think I might be.
0: <sighs> Let me go on Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> if I'm right, do you owe me ten dollars? They did
0: release two and three simultaneously.
1: No. I just They think did. It,
0: That's what happened. They released season two and three. I think like, like back close to twenty twenty. Yeah. If not simultaneously, then back
1: to back. Okay, so what I'm hearing is I'm right
0: a little bit for the first time in your whole life against me you're right
1: no no I don't think it's a little bit I think I am in fact right that season three is out you're marginally a little right I'm a little correct everyone we have it on record Ashley so. said that out loud so this yeah jerks maybe the out first time um juries out every week we're gonna do juries out remember I mean, we said verdicts out verdicts out So no, verdicts out that season four of selling sunsets coming out not three okay we can do a hot
0: take every week also something that i'd like you to come back and present to the class is i want you to do a like takeaway from each one tree hill episode about life and love so like it's usually mm-hmm. his clothing lines have something to do with life and love and the pursuit of happiness
1: Yeah, the one thing that I don't really like about Lucas's character, just the only thing I will say, is they try so hard to make him be like like the mysterious, yeah, artsy, broody, and he just is nice. Why can't he just be like the nice guy, like who's good to his mom, good to his girlfriend? Oh my gosh, his relationship with his mom is to die for. Yeah, and when he pushes her to go to art school in Italy, I just, I can't. He's so selfless. He's like, you need to have something for yourself. What 17-year-old boy says that to their mom? Like, no, their life is about them. And that's why he's written. He's, he's fake, because he is.
0: <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Did you, or I don't know if you noticed this or knew this niche fact, but what's one of our favorite Adam Sandler movies? Blended. Yes, the littlest girl in <laughs> it is the daughter of Deb in real life.
1: Wait. The littlest,
0: the tiny little blonde girl. That's Espen? Deb's youngest daughter, Espen. Mm-hmm. No younger than Espen. It's the tiny, tiny one.
1: Oh my gosh! It's Deb's daughter girl? in real
0: life. Yeah,
1: because, because on the name. on the Drama
0: Queens podcast, I had Deb on, and they were talking about how successful her daughters are, and oh I think she mentioned gosh. an Adam Sandler movie, and I was like, it must be blended. Like what other tiny, tiny child?
1: <laughs> Why did you just <laughs> your mind go? Oh Lou, the girl's name is yes. Lou. Yeah how cute is that thank and you her for sharing that information yeah, her other
0: daughters are like an American horror story they're really successful actors wow, so go good dead. for them.
1: wait Lou yeah. is so old now holy hell what happened I know Blended came out at, what, like eight years ago at least that's shocking shocking
0: just go with it. it was on TV the other day and I was passively watching it and that movie is so quick witted
1: which one just go with it oh yeah yeah <coughs> Please
0: take that so out. ASMR for you. Now i will leave it. Okay. So without further ado, we <laughs> are going to hop into our our tough week resets.
1: <laughs> Why is it so hard for us to remember?
0: I don't know. It's you might as well be acting, asking me to like study for the MCAT. I have no idea what it is, but it's tough week resets. <laughs> Recite and, a
1: line from Cider House Rules sure but remember the title <laughs> for any episode we come up with Prince of Nothing. the Kings of New England <laughs> Nothing can not bring anything out of us these days
0: Um recite a line from what who's the author that says life is very long T S Eliot Yeah T S Eliot <laughs> recite T S Eliot line or something you talked about two seconds ago. Okay. Sometimes
1: I think to myself, there's got to be other people out there like us. I was about to
0: say, sometimes I think to myself, there's got to be two men out there that are similar men. to us that we can marry.
1: I was thinking girls that we could be friends, but sure, no, that I'm, works I'm too. More,
0: for sure, yeah. But I'm t- I'm talking men that we can marry, same family values and humor and niche interests. But that maybe we don't want people like that. Maybe that would so get more niche.
1: Yeah. Anyways, Anyways, it's been a tough, tough week. week. It's time to reset.
0: okay tough week reset um do you have one or should I go
1: um well tough week tough week reset number one we've talked about this on like little other roundups that we've done but what I've noticed makes me feel better instantly it's just an easy small thing you just walk outside barefoot and stand in the grass grounding grounding it's really resetting We don't need to go into it too much in depth, but honestly, sometimes when I'm feeling so cooped up in the house like I have been being so sick, if I just go outside for literally five minutes, I feel better. Abby told me that she's like in the movie
0: Disturbia when he's looking at the windows at like the neighbors because he's on house arrest, except she's just staring at animals because there's no
1: one else around. They have no interesting neighbors to watch murder strangers or anything. It's just animals.
0: They're also kind of like in the movie, um, the godfather when he's dying, spoiler alert, when he's dying, and he goes out and he sits in the garden in the sunshine with like a shawl wrapped around him.
1: An afghan. like an an afghan.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay, on that same vein, though, I was going to say, go and read a physical book outside in the sun for like 20 minutes.
1: Oh, yeah. Your upper lip will get real sweaty, but it'll be (laughs) worth it.
0: (laughs) Maybe not midday, but like maybe like 30 minutes before sunset or like before 11 a.m. Like one of those 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 options. Yeah, one of those options. Go outside and read a book for 20 minutes and some or maybe put half your body in the sunshine. Maybe keep your face in the shade because we don't want to age and just have like your legs in the sunshine.
1: Honestly, like there's something really freeing about laying down like a picnic blanket and laying on your stomach reading a book it makes you kind of feel like oh, a little Oh, I
0: haven't done that in ages. And that is so little shocking. Yeah, and leg. you can kind
1: of like kick your feet up. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: And like if the sprinklers turn on, all the more power to you.
1: Yeah, it's a good stuff.
0: Um, something that I've been seeing on TikTok continuously and I have not done, so I have no proof of this being a tough week reset. But taking yourself <laughs> out on a date um, to oh, yes. like – Go to a cute coffee shop all alone and like enjoy yourself or go get an ice cream alone or go to a bookstore alone and pick one out. I thought that Yeah, was going tender. somewhere
1: alone, nothing will reset you like that. And not just like,
0: not like errands,
1: like, oh, I don't have to go to Target or Trader Joe's, but like actual for pleasure alone. Yeah. And people aren't doing that enough these days. We've talked about that too, but like, they're not. Let's, yeah. let's normalize it. This let's is face, the time. Let's face reality. <laughs> let's face reality. <laughs>
0: Okay, Okay, I have another
1: one. Um, Whenever I'm feeling down in the dumps, it can be very easy to just imagine that everyone else is doing just fine. Everyone's throwing their highlight reels on social media, but reaching out to a friend who really knows you and just FaceTiming them. You don't even have to talk about your problems or yourself. God, or you're your taking feelings. the words out of my mouth. <laughs> just Yeah, just chatting. Just like some FaceTime, face, quite literally FaceTime. Shout out to Apple. But also <laughs> some face-to-face time with someone who knows your heart. And you just chat. And it doesn't even need to be deep or meaningful or like emotional. It can just be such an upper when you get to have that little time set in your week. Well, Dave, you're taking every word out of my mouth. Um, (laughs) It's really hard when we're carbon copies of one another, isn't it?
0: Well, because you started saying them. I was like, okay, I'll say, oh, like, don't even talk about your problems with them. But you already said that. But I'll say it again. (laughs) Just for someone (laughs) that knows you, like... At uh, the mm-hmm. back of their hand, one of your very best friends that feels just like home. Just facing them and just asking about their day and talking about them. And um, I've known this for myself too. If I just do that, and then after, if I'm like talking to my mom or like someone else, I'm in such a better mood. I feel yeah. like myself again. Totally.
1: Okay, I, I have feel another like myself one.
0: Again, what is it?
1: <laughs> so this one I see on TikTok a lot, and I actually need to take this advice that I'm about to give, like really no. bad. But what makes a lot of people feel better and it makes a lot of sense is on Sundays or whatever you want your reset day to be, just kind of doing a deep clean of your room or your space. Like uh, even if you just start with your closet or something, make your bed if you don't normally make your bed and you're trying to get into a habit of that. But clean up your closet, maybe pick three items that you don't ever wear and donate those, something like that, like a cleansing experience of just getting your room in order like you'll feel more at peace and it'll be like a calmer space and I actually like really need to do this but are you still sleeping in a rat's nest no I've actually been a lot better about it especially in my sickly hours I've been having my mom come upstairs with me and tuck me in Because I felt so weak. And you know what? No shame in that. I'm sorry. I don't care if I'm 23 or 52. If my mom is around and I'm here with her, yeah, she Spoiler, can talk to me. I'm in. not sure about 52. I'm not sure about 52 either, but like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going to buy you a top sheet and I'm going to make you the crispest made bed that you've ever laid
1: in. <laughs> I was actually going to ask your advice on where I should purchase my bedding for my next home. Yeah, we can. I can send so you some stuff later. Let's unpack that later. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I want. I I have some great bedding. We don't have to dive by this rabbit hole. I have some excellent bedding, but I would love to buy a more weighted comforter mm. that has more weight to it because that just feels really comforting to me. Anyways, um,
1: <laughs> so yeah,
0: Top <laughs> Feet Score. But oh, when I do that with my room, I. Put on my favorite candle also. And I like do a really good quality job of making my bed. I clean up everything. Um, I like go to town. But the candle really like it's icing on the cake.
1: Oh yeah, that's good stuff. If I could smell right now, a candle would be really nice. <laughs>
0: I throw on some Nancy Myers movie type of music. It's good all good things. Oh um, another good one. This I'm trying to think. I lost my train of thought for a second. If you have something you
1: can go. I'm so sorry, everyone. Oh, pick it up. I yeah, have one. I that's awful, yeah. Um, when you are feeling down, something that makes me happy, you know, everyone's always like, retail therapy, I'm not promoting spending all of your money frivolously. But if there is one, like, product you've really been wanting to try, like a skincare product or a haircare product or whatever, a beauty product or something, and you've just been putting it off because you can't justify buying it, honestly, you should buy it. And you should use it in the mornings and add it to some kind of routine if you don't have a routine. And honestly, that can really pick up your mood. It can really get the day started right. It's fun. You're experimenting. You're trying something new. And it's all good. On that same vein,
0: I'm not promoting alcoholism. However, <laughs> it, could. it is nice. It's Sometimes... I'm not saying to just like crack open a cold one, but if like you live with a friend or you're a friend around and invite your friend over or with your parents, whoever's around um, and make like a cocktail, like an actual one, like look up a recipe online and make an actual genuine cocktail from a recipe online instead of just like having a glass of wine or something. And then it makes you feel fancier and make one that goes with the season, summer cocktail, fall and- cocktail.
1: If you're really interested in getting fancy with it, you can elevate the art of mixology by heading to muddleandwild.com, which, you know, it sounds like we're sponsored, but we're not. We're just good people. And we are throwing it back to one of our previous little jobs, side jobs we had in college. It's a great company and it's an alcoholic mixer that's healthier for you than mixing with something like soda or something you'd get at a frat party. Yeah, you get at Whole Foods. Yeah. Um, And at the Whole Foods near you, especially if you live in Southern California.
0: Also not sponsored by these people either, but sophisticated spreads if you're looking for a charcuterie board to purchase and you live in Southern California. Emmy Renner, uh, one of our past guests, she makes a hell of a charcuterie board, so go. Also, if
1: you have a sweet tooth, you're looking at the (laughs) cookie fellow. (laughs)
0: Another previous guest based out of Dallas, Texas. Um, you can Postmates it there, Uber Eats it. But if you live outside of Dallas, Texas, you can order online. I just believe she ships in boxes of six, I think. But um, yeah, or if, if you want to buy some- yourself
1: a watch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> previous guest Makaya with Go Getter. Go Getter. <laughs> <Go-Getter laughs> a watch a wallet, a wallet. <laughs> i was also gonna say i was also gonna say not sponsored by this one either but um emily king makes some really good designer cookies if you look at our instagram Mm -hmm. a dear friend of ours sent some cookies that she made with her logo so you can go order from her as well um anyone else we're leaving (laughs) out
1: and last but not least shop shantyboutique.com or you're a loser.
0: I feel like if anyone goes to non-denominational Christian churches, <laughs> they're saying who needs prayers or something, and they're like, hey, everyone raise your hand, and they're like, I see you, I see you. And they're like, okay, totally. I see you too, put your hand down.
1: <laughs> we're adding it to the list. We have had on so many really cool entrepreneurial guests, you guys, and we just don't shout out their products enough, so I'm actually kind you know of glad what? that I'll we're i on the tomorrow, like all the small businesses we've had.
0: Yeah, shop
1: local, shop small business, we're here for it. So another thing that I thought of as a tough week reset is to make a smoothie. And if you're looking for inspiration, Reese Witherspoon has put some really good smoothie um, recipes up on like her Instagram and also her TikTok, I think back in the day. Um, But she, and obviously literally any influencer that cares about health and wellness has smoothie stuff everywhere. So If you're not really a smoothie kind of gal, it can really make your body feel good. You can put some fruits and veggies in there. Who knows? Get creative. Find a recipe that you like and try that in the morning and that could uh, reset you.
0: You still haven't named me your designer oatmeal?
1: Yes. I am making some trace oats. (laughs) Trace oats. If you'd like to be on the podcast, we are begging. Um, I make some really crafty oatmeal. You're right. It's actually a work of art.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, if you have a dog and if you don't, if you know of someone that does something that is really childlike and grounding is like playing with the dog, but actually like, like sitting on the floor and like actually leaning into the fact that you're playing with a dog and like Aww, really like yeah. having fun with it. That always makes me laugh. And That's it's like stuff. childlike. Yeah. Like wrestling with it a little bit, roughing it up.
1: (laughs) I love that actually. Yeah. Um, Another one that I thought of is if it's not summer and you're not like really hot and stuff, if you have a fireplace in your home, if you're oh so lucky, sit by the fireplace and like read a book that you like because we're so, we're on our screens all the time. And I think this is a perfect segue into the book we're reading right now. Yes. But honestly, I apologize for my throat. But honestly, if you are sitting by a fire and you're reading a book, there's nothing more main character-y than that. <laughs> there's nothing. Yeah.
0: On that vein really quickly, just hardcore leaning into whatever season it is. If it's summer, you're getting ice cream, you're going swimming. If it's fall, mm. you're baking, you're having like uh fall coffee, you're watching scary movies. If it's winter, you're sitting by the fire, you're like cooking a, like a soup or something, just like leaning into all the seasons has is such a thing that keeps me excited for life
1: <laughs> yeah that was something i always really appreciated about you in college in because people are and there's no fall in california like it doesn't exist and i still love
0: it i know and you
1: still would like make it a thing and i was like oh thank god somebody cares in fall we have to have soup and
0: watch scary movies on a weekly basis we have to
1: better not squash or die
0: <laughs> Butternut not squash and scream too or die <laughs> or die <laughs> and we have to be carving pumpkins and when christmas rolls around we have to like lean into it as if we have enough money as full-fledged adults
1: and we don't but we have to
0: lean and into you have it. to
1: eat those tiny little sugar cookies with the pumpkin on them we
0: have to yeah you have to god i love holidays with friends it gets me so riled okay
1: as abby said though leaning Actually, into our next i'm so sorry but you must title your book holidays with friends holy think shit. about it i'll write that down <laughs>
0: did you like it came out um, of your
1: mouth i just was like wow that's a great book title
0: i'll write it down in all caps on the notes of my phone's book title did you like that maybe i'll dedicate one of my the books i write to that same dedication that i sent you it was like to all of my friends that i've always loved and most of all to abby
1: (laughs) (laughs) and always and forever to my abby or something to my abby yeah it was
0: even more personal where you say holidays for friends holidays with friends Holidays with friends. Um, yeah, there's nothing more magical, uh, like I was saying, than holidays with friends. So, so find some friends that care about the effort you're putting in and hold them close. <laughs> and let like,
1: them near and dear and, and never, never let go.
0: Never let go and literally go to town because nothing makes you feel better. If your love language is like acts of service, nothing makes you feel better than like providing around the holidays for your friends.
1: Yeah, and thank God I'm a giver, or I'm a taker, and you're a giver, right, Ashley? Thank God you're a receiver, and I'm a giver. <laughs> my <laughs> love language is when people do things for me.
0: <laughs> the only reason I don't consider you a freeloader is because you physically and attention-wise don't leave me alone. Like, when I'm around you, you have one hand on me always.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I'm so, so clingy, Help. <laughs> You're
0: so painfully clingy, and when you're not with me, I still feel the grip of you on me. <laughs> And like your noose <laughs> tiny and your noose tiny around my neck, so like I always, I know how much you love no, me. No, I mean it. sound way.
1: like a freak.
0: No, I meant it in a term of endearment. In terms of endearment. That's another good one we have to watch together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, anyways, something else that's good to do around the holidays. I have one and I'm mad I didn't have it in college, but I've got it now, is go and buy a projector that is so much fun to, like, push the furniture out of the way in the house or if you have a good backyard to, like, watch a movie and make it more festive in that fashion.
1: I cannot believe we didn't do that. Why didn't we do that? (laughs) Because I didn't have one. Now I do. Anyways. Interesting.
0: (laughs) Anyways, on that note, Abby's Abby's suffocating, and I like (laughs) it on that note. Our next (laughs) book (laughs) is by one of my personal favorite authors i love her i've read half of her books and i rave about them to anyone that will listen but malibu rising by taylor jenkins reed is our next book
1: she's also written daisy jones and the six the seven husbands yes. of evelyn hugo and like There's about three evelyn, others right? yeah
0: She's written like three or four others. They're also really good, but those are her like most noteworthy ones that made her really pop off on social media.
1: Yeah, I'm seeing a and lot of roundups with a lot of Taylor Jenkins Reid happening. I, well, I was looking for new books to buy and on TikTok, I just looked up like book recs and mm-hmm. every
0: roundup is the same seven books that I've read. I know.
1: <laughs> no new copies. books. It's
0: like no new friends. There's no new books. There's no it new things like on TV. have to go
1: back into the 80s. I'm telling you that book There's, from 1974, The Cats. You want me to send it to you? <laughs>
0: sound like we're on
1: one on this episode
0: <laughs> i
1: want us to read we'll read the cats aloud that could be our next read aloud okay. so
0: but, um, good. no we'll read it aloud don't worry but um yeah. we're, we're the characters from the cats for halloween but um, <laughs> but yeah no new psychological thrillers and no new books someone needs to come up with some new stuff um, i guess it's but, gotta be
1: us I guess, it's, gotta. I guess it's
0: gotta be up to the drawing board we go um <laughs> we've got to step uh, up it's so all seriousness, Taylor Re- Jenkins Read. Her books are so good. Um, she's been on other podcasts. I'm just gonna shoot shoot one in the dark and email her publicist because I would love to speak with her. But really wonderful. Um, I know. But Malibu Rising, I finished it already. Abby is in the slough and the throes of it. Uh, and let's let's get into it.
1: All right. First of all, it's really special and near and dear to all of our hearts, all of us, meaning our entire friend group who's also read this book. Who's also been on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. centers around, But yeah. because obviously we went to school in Malibu at Pepperdine. If you're just joining the podcast today, that's a little fun fact about us. That's where Ashley and I met. But we are obsessed. And so it's really cool to hear about 1950s and 1980s Malibu. A lot of it's still the same. Obviously, it's not as developed as it is now. But like, when they talk about Point Doom, there was like a little shout out to Pepperdine University, which was really cool.
0: I like it. She's not just using Malibu as a front. Like you can tell she spent a lot of time there because she mentions so many specific streets like Heather Cliff, which Abby used to live off of and yeah. just like super, super specific niche malibu road and all of that um which is behind the Ralphs, <laughs> like such specific stuff yeah. that you know it's not a front and there's a seafood totally. place in it that clearly stands for malibu seafood
1: <laughs> i was gonna say that pacific yeah. fish gotta be malibu it's seafood,
0: 100 down to the later on she mentions the red picnic tables like it's all so painfully so specific par. yeah she mentions the little doom also which is a private beach by point doom
1: and Trancas canyon like yeah. the Oh, the Country Mart, everything is so
0: specific and you can tell that she's lived there. It's like a love letter to Malibu and I'm obsessed with it.
1: That is a beautiful way to put it. Love letter to Malibu. That's how it feels. And if you oh, listen to author. this podcast and you're like, man, I need to go on a vacation soon. That's what my tough week reset needs to be. A little vacay. Well, you need to go to Malibu if you've never been because yeah. it is worth the hype. It is. And if you can't afford it, go stay in Mountain, Mal- like Topanga Canyon and drive
0: 15 minutes because... <laughs>
1: yeah i'm convinced thousand oaks some hotels are cheap
0: that (laughs) that heaven on earth (laughs) is malibu there's nothing closer to heaven on earth than like malibu especially we're ready to to live and die
1: we're ready to have our ashes spread there
0: i i already want them spread there especially in certain months the way the sun looks the lighting looks like around sunset especially in october the october sunsets are sickening
1: uh, the autumnal Malibu sunsets. I don't even like care. I
0: could not care less about the celebrity of it or the richness. I just want to live there because of yeah. the the nature. Anyways, back to the book. It takes place in the uh, what what year specifically? It's like the late fifties
1: and sixties, and then when it jumps oh, ahead, it it's the like late eighties. Yeah.
0: Something I love about this author is the way that she describes the emotions of all of her characters and she does an excellent job of articulating feeling and human emotion and some stuff that she articulates is stuff that I'm like oh I can relate to that and you just said it so eloquently she's a very eloquent writer without being pretentious or over your head yes
1: I agree it's not showy it's very not at all easy to read easily digestible if you're like trying to be one of those girls that reads books and you're not right now but you want to be this is a good good place to start honestly it's a very light happy summer read so far I mean there's obviously like some emotion and some issues that happen but overall like just the scenic glory of it all being in Malibu it's a great summer read very nice very fun which one's your favorite sibling so far Ooh, I I feel like I'm most like Jay, but I kind of like HUD. Kid annoys me, and Nina annoys me for other reasons.
0: Well, really? What reasons? This she is like a spoiler. A into
1: it.
0: <laughs> totally, but like her character arc towards the I end, like, comes kind of so full circle. Yeah,
1: that's the thing is I'm only halfway, but right now I admire Nina for the way that she is so strong for her younger siblings. Yeah, and she, she had has to, to carry like, the weight of everyone. She had to carry a lot of weight and stuff, but she's also like, just one of those people that's too much of a giver which is like the opposite of me like she lets people walk all over her and i just have never had any tolerance okay. for that.
0: coming from a different angle though of the opposite personality view i don't think they're walking okay strangers
1: are walking on her but i don't think her siblings yeah. are walking on no, her no, no. her siblings are not
0: like they you are hud and i'm nina
1: <laughs> yeah because she, she loves them <laughs> i like hud because hud seems like the type of guy that anyone I would be proud of any of my friends married because he, the way that they talk about how he is like so, not humble, that's not the word, but like so okay with himself that he can genuinely be happy when someone else succeeds and not feel lesser than, which is really hard because a lot of people can't. He takes a backseat to his brother, Jay, to their career. Right, but then he still like has his own thing. Like he just mm-hmm. pivots and he's like, "Okay, well I can't be the cool surfer sibling, so I'm going to be the cool photographer." And he finds his own little outlet and like that's what you have to do to survive.
0: And I really love how they're going back in time to when their mom, June and Mick were young. I love mm-hmm. how they're not just jumping into it. How they're going back and really Yeah, I love the, the, the backstory. It would but make also a my heart movie. breaks for June. For June. For June-y. I know. <laughs> and Mick knows all the right things to say and when to say them.
1: Nick is such a scoundrel.
0: He is in mentioned in Daisy Jones. And then he's also, they say this in the back of the book, in like a q and I think. But he's one of the husbands of Evelyn Hugo.
1: Are you kidding me? So is he's like a real person? Airports? No, but
0: she does such a good job of interlocking all these people that it seems like they are real.
1: How weird, yeah? Because obviously he's not a celebrity that like people know about, but he yeah. is adjacent and described in a way that you can imagine someone That's who a rose to fame Hugo in their too. Me. And
0: That's Daisy cool. Jones is such a stand-in for Stevie Nicks.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, so cool!
0: Yeah, and I'm trying to think what other. It's going to for musicians. <laughs> yeah, spoiler if you haven't started yet. But what part are you in?
1: Good. Completely I, get into
0: it. What's going on with June and Mick?
1: Right, so Mick met Cherry and never flew home, which really broke my heart. Isn't that heartbreaking? It really <laughs> broke my heart. And then June is absolutely spiraling. She's become an alcoholic, and yeah. her kids, well, before this, her kids had discovered their love of surfing, and that chapter really, really got that me.
0: So cute. It broke my heart when they really were like when
1: it was Christmas morning, and she's like, Go check outside. And she had dragged the Christmas tree out and
0: bought them all surfboards. I almost shed a tear. Yeah.
1: And how they all just wanted this to share that surfboard, and how none of them were like really selfish about not taking turns, and all of them were like, This is our surfboard, and then it wasn't there the next day. My heart like ripped apart.
0: I was like, oh, I no. picture when they talk about the house they grew up in, I continuously picture as the house on the street behind Ralph says that the one, it's like the middle turnout where it's like an open beach and there's that one house and it's white do you know what i'm talking about at all i'll send you a picture of it later <laughs>
1: <I'll laughs> where is it in relation to the pink house we love in no it's so like well. still
0: up the street like on the middle of that street it's one of those empty oh, interesting okay. parts
1: yeah i picture exactly as that house well i picture it more for some reason kind of on the cliffs like north malibu oh. like where the hannah montana house is kind of i picture it well,
0: well, we knew negna's new house is in point doom
1: Right. And I picture her house literally like that one that's right by the cliff with the circle window. So, and I'm wondering if she based how cold it was off of that house. Probably. Snagger
0: <laughs> for the podcast, I'm going to ask. Put that on my list of questions. Yeah, that is actually I so cool. I assume she did. If actually
1: talk to her, I would love to.
0: Because that her house in the book does have a staircase down to the beach, but I pictured it yeah as that cold house that is mm-hmm. facing all the flowers and stuff. Point and she gym. didn't want
1: to live there, and her husband did, and just, ugh, now he's with the other ski, or not ski, tennis Something lady. that I
0: like, so they get to the party, obviously, that they're going to throw in the last quarter of the book. They get to the I party. I haven't gotten there yet, but yes. Just saying that they get to the party. And something that I like... It reads just like a movie script, As she goes through a short spurt where she's writing a million points of view for like two or three pages each about different actors at the party about what's oh, going on. Oh, cool. reads like a movie script, and it's really good, and it's really quick. Oh, my
1: God. I can't wait. And it's so I've cute. I've been in such a fever dream that I feel like if I was in my full health, I would be flying through this book, but because Mental I'm state. so sickly... It's like I want to savor every page, you know what I mean. So I'm like really no. going slow. Um, but yeah, I'm. You can do a cast list
0: after. I oh, yeah, made a prediction about. I made a prediction about Kit, and it came true. My prophecy came true at the end. Really? Yeah.
1: Okay. Don't about, tell me prophecy. well yeah, I, I love it.
0: But I'll tell you what it is after, and see if you guessed it along the way.
1: Oh, also the way, like towards the beginning of the book when they introduced HUD, I was like, oh my god, oh, air the airstream. Do?
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. In (laughs) the Airstream. Wow. Hot and heavy. Hot and heavy stuff with HUD. I thought it was really cute, too, how they all just like pick each other up around Malibu and like congregate
1: together Mm -hmm. at
0: Malibu Seafood, the
1: stand in for Malibu Seafood. It makes me so nostalgic for like growing up with siblings because that's not something I ever had. It's like nostalgia for something I never had, if that makes sense. I'm like, oh, that sounds nice.
0: Maybe nostalgic's just for Malibu in general. Yeah. I feel like we. Picked each other up like siblings, like them, all the time. I would <laughs> have just, like, liked to around. see
1: Malibu in its glory and its heyday when it was like I rising know. to fame in the 50s, like before it was so industrialized and like all those I wish shops. It weren't were so commercialized. Yeah. Just it seems like a lot more nature back then, is what she's totally. describing. I think it was totally rural. Mm-hmm. Uh, real dream.
0: <laughs> 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 it's crazy though how some parts of it. <laughs> We're obviously the same. Like the flowers at Point Doom have always been there, mm-hmm. and like the different beaches have always been there. Yep, like that hasn't changed. And apparently,
1: Malibu seafoods always been there.
0: <laughs> I actually was so moved. I looked it up. It opened in the seventies. Oh, okay. Yeah, the late, the super late seventies. But I, I was moved to <laughs> to look at. You're it up. like, wait. But that's actually such
1: a good imagination of her to like take that and run. She should
0: have included in the back of the picture our Malibu pictures of Malibu in the fifties and sixties
1: yeah that would have been really Mixed cool opportunity i guess we have to you know go to google for that
0: <laughs> i don't want to lift a finger
1: <laughs>
0: we're like losers um, okay i know you're not done but any book on the horizon for us i, I kind of feel like we should do a thriller
1: we have never done we a should. thriller together We've gotta switch up the genre a little bit i did tell you i just read a thriller right before this one which the one was next that again? door oh you did and it was I just good. read a thriller
0: too about a. Uh, I told you which one. It was called Pretty Girls about like the killer and he the wife. It's oh, like what's going on with my husband?
1: Yeah, I think we should definitely switch up the genres. That could be fun for us. But I do really want to read a couple more books by Taylor Jenkins. Read after this because I haven't read Daisy Jones or Evelyn Hugo. And those are both yeah. on my list. She also, also, it ends with us with Colleen Hoover. Have you read that one yet? No, but that's, I, on my it keeps list. not being at, like a freak. I go to the library sometimes. It keeps not being at the library. <laughs> yeah. No, um, honestly, books, buying books. It's so, so <coughs> expensive. Yeah. A, really expensive. And B, takes up so much space. And what are you like to do when you move? Bring them around?
0: You bring them around. I guess well, you so. Live- yeah portions of them at your parents' so you house. Can look but you, smart. Yeah, like I, I like how it looks stacked in my room. I look, look well read. I'm at a stage where I'm only buying books that look good. Like Mal Blue Rising has a great cover. Totally.
1: <laughs> but yours is oh. a hardcover with a little paper wrap around, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunate that it costs so much to print on hardcover. <laughs>
0: I know it's wrong. It's criminal. It's criminal.
1: Um, but criminal. Oh, I was going to tell you one more book by her that I've
0: read. is the, It's called One True Loves. And it's the one kind of like the movie Brothers where her high mm. school sweetheart, like they, he's presumed dead when he's out on like what his job calls him to do. And she falls in with a new guy. He comes back in the picture. It's on the back of the book. I'm not spoiling it. And she has to decide between which version of herself she likes better. The one with this new guy that she's about to marry. Or the, the old guy that was the love of her life.
1: We lean a lot towards love stories whether it be friendship love stories or romantic. So I think yet again we should really lean into a thriller. That could be fun for us. No, I love thrillers. thrillers. I used
0: to think thriller books were for old like women, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of good hip ones out there. <laughs>
1: no, I'm down. Send me a good one. I trust <laughs> I like your recommendations wholeheartedly.
0: I will. I will. Um I love how the older we get everyone around me is like, yeah, I read. Like let's I
1: don't let's, think there's anything like, wrong with it. It's criminal that we have been in college and we were forced to read for class all the time. and it became like a chore. and we forgot what what a joy reading was. It's so fun, yeah, you know, it's criminal. And I think I've told you this,
0: and you, Said so this was so terribly out of character for me. Senior year, I knew a lot of people on campus, so when I would check out a book for fun in the library, I would go really early in the morning so I wouldn't run into anyone, and they would see me checking out a book for fun because I thought I would be like the loser, which is so stupid. Actually, Everyone liked you me. Look
1: like so mysterious and well read and cool, like different and would, like just not like other girls. Not like other girls. No. Well, I think the thing that bothered me
0: was the act of maybe like taking a book off the shelf opening it and reading like what it was about to see if I liked it like that was the most embarrassing part you've got to look it up online (laughs) just go and grab and then go check it out in
1: with a mission
0: going with a mission it was the perusing the books that like made me squeamish
1: (laughs) no but that's also very main character like looking through the aisles are you kidding totally
0: um so it's nice to be known as a person who enjoys reading everyone if you haven't jumped in yet give it a shot
1: Amazing. Well, I feel like you're going to pass this, out. Yeah, I do. But I also feel like this conversation has given me the reset I needed. It's a Monday night and it re- always resets you. Yeah. I'm talking to a friend. We're talking about a book. We're reading the book. We're going to sit by a fireplace later. Like, who knows?
0: That might spike your fever, but time with me is time well spent. <laughs> Hear that, fans <laughs> uh if you don't already follow us at just go with the dot podcast and subscribe to us at apple spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, anchor anywhere podcasts are found follow us on tiktok just go to the podcast question mark yeah
1: just go with yes podcast? just go the <laughs> dot podcast and if you're just feeling really really bored please go to Harris. Apple and give us a rating and a nice review but if you're going to give us a bad review please take your boredom elsewhere <laughs>
0: Or give it to our competitors um your five star yeah. rating is tax deductible at apple so <laughs> go ahead and uh spread the wealth everyone and leave us a rating because uh someone left us a two-star rating and abby's ready to fight them
1: yeah i'm ready to fight <laughs> a finger i'm typically a lover not a fighter but not in this case
0: <laughs> all right you guys <laughs> and we will see you later uh go have happy hour tomorrow cheers